footy and frothies preview time. Alas, I did not convince Barney to stick around and do the uh, preview last night. He had to go to bed. And I'm sure he's feeling all the better for it today. Yeah, I reckon we would have punched out another 45 minutes. And I don't know if I would have got out of bed this morning, to be honest, <laughs> if, I, if I'd stayed there for another 45 minutes. You managed to get your uh, racing show out of the way, didn't you? Yeah, that was in. Snuck that in. Of course, check out, show us your tips on uh, Spotify and YouTube. We've got Stradbroke preview tomorrow night. So, yeah, just get plugs flowing all around. RugbyLeagueMerch.com. Go and buy some hats and beanies and steins. Uh, they just passed 500 sales, so congrats to them. Uh, go and support both us and Scotty, who does a tremendous job. Uh, PCTC, we may as well get that out of the way early as well. I've got, do you have it to save there, or am I pulling this up? Yeah, mate. So we've got um, Brett Tominich is leading the competition overall. He's not part of the footy and frothies, but he's on 72 points. The leader of the footy and frothies comp is on 70 points. That's RAH34. Six last week and uh, top of our stats on 70. J-Dog's on 69. Gen Gen on 67. And then we get down to Beaver, who's running fourth in our competition on 65. Trend actually Action Bailey not far away on 63. Long, long way down the pecking order, we'll find Dag, Dagster, who's running 74th overall, uh, 14th in our competition. I'm running 15th in our competition, 77th overall. I'm pretty sure there's 79 people in the comps. <laughs> <laughs> and our good friend Oliver, who we haven't speak, spoken to for a while, so if you're out there, mate, reach out on 78 point, uh, in 78th position on uh, 53 points, the same as me, but I'm slightly ahead on margins. Way ahead on <laughs> yeah, fuck tipping. How annoying, honestly. You tip, you know, try and tip yeah. um, the dogs and the tigers last week and uh, end up the way you do. You sort of tell Ding, sort of the patient, uh, the operation was success, but the. Just get the wrong ones. Yeah, operation was <laughs> success, but the patient died. But anyway, we soldier on. Speaking of dead patients, uh, any super coach chat you, you want to touch on or uh, again, <laughs> chat to Scotty, still 1%. <laughs> Top 1% again, just putting on hundreds for fun yeah, now. Scotty is absolutely running muck at the moment. Well, the big ones obviously uh, going around. Dylan Brown now looks like he's going to be stood down for minimum of three weeks until his, uh, court, his date in court is heard again next. Probably not someone you can hang on to for three weeks. So he's someone that you're looking to move out and mm. possibly bring back in, depending on what happens down the track. Uh, Cleary is a must sell as well, I would imagine. I, you can't hang on to 800 grand sitting in, in your bank. In your bankroll and not um, not go and get it out of there and use it somewhere else. Well, potentially a lot of people have nearly uh, 1.6 sitting there, really, between the two of them. Uh, you know, what do you say? Go and spend what you want. Who's your, who's your third yeah. ring? I mean, I, um, I've the, shuffled the back. The tricky part is... I've shuffled Schuster back for now and because um, I've already got uh old mate whose name escapes me. Yeah, the 5'8". Brody. That one. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, so I've just gone <laughs> and brought right, in, yeah. yeah, I'll take the opportunity to just bulk up my front row more than anything. But um, what do you say? You've got enough money to buy pretty much anyone you want. So Exactly. You can go out and um, spend that in a lot of different ways. I, I'm I'm similar to you, mate. I think I'll just hold on to Walker pending on what happens with Origin and move Schuster back out from the back row back into the, the number six position and go looking at uh, buying some big, big no, I'm spending some big money in my second row on my front row. One of the main options I'll be looking at is probably Fenua Blake. I don't have him in my team at the moment. He's absolutely killing it. Running, he's like the second best front rower at the moment, running around. And um, 
got a pretty decent run through the, the buy period as well. So I think he misses the next buy, but um, yeah, that's pretty much him done after that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my logical step was Payne Haas, but he's probably not ideal given they've got three buys still to come and and origin. origin. So where there's value for money there, um, whether it matters the way I'm going, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> see how I feel tomorrow, but um, I'll go and revisit that. It's not going too bad, are you? You're in like the top 20, 15, 20%? Something around there, yeah, around 15, 20. Uh, had a few, you know, a few, a few pods that have stepped up and a few that haven't and a few I've sold a week, you know, early or late, but anyway. It's all the fun and games and yep. the, the the mental arithmetic of Supercoach. Uh, I'm probably going to use um, Cleary's money this week and hold on to Dylan Brown's money for next week. Oh, sorry, the other way around. Hold on to Cleary's money until next week, um, until you've got the team's names out of origin back end of next week and then try and make a play for someone who's going to be playing both by rounds after that. I may even roll the dice on Ponga yet. I'll think about that. Yeah. As a as a five eight, given now he's fullback, I might um, bring him as a five eight, but <laughs> I'll I'll give that some thought. Uh, you mentioned Dylan Brown. We didn't talk about it last night, and I sort of until we know more, I didn't either want to trivialize trivialize it or blow it out of proportion. Yep. So it is what it is. It's um, unfortunate. I hope that the truth comes out, whichever way it needs to, uh, and whatever needs to happen um, with both parties does. I was a little surprised that you. Uh took in the stand-down rule, to be honest. I know it's a horrible look for the game, but um, they, they had their rules in and around that no-fault stand-down where it needed to be a, you know, a, a maximum penalty or minimum penalty of uh, eight, eight to ten years, I think it was. And, um, yeah, the yeah. charge I don't think carries anywhere near that that he's been charged with. So, But, yeah, that's fair enough. I, I oh, I've got no, I've got no issue with the stand-down at the moment. Absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the thing is, if this gets protracted out to another, you know, if this ends up running until the end of the season before he gets a proper court hearing, do they just keep him stood down for till the end of the, you know what I mean, until it's decided. They did with Leilua, so I suppose they do. We'll see. Maybe so it's maybe a lot gets squashed. Charges um, were a little bit more different there. I mean, it's obviously some serious charges and and five of them, but they a lot more come out in three weeks, I suppose. Have a clear yeah, picture. Yeah, more in three weeks. Uh, yeah, we may as well get into some tips then. Nothing else we need to touch on that we didn't last night? No, not really. No. Uh, Just we... a bit distracted at the moment. Yeah. Got the cricket on in the yeah, background. Yeah, the, the test championship's on in the background both places. Uh, uh, Watching we'll half and, on that. Uh, Marnus get into their work. They're Seem looking done. a little more solid now than they did half an hour ago. That's, that's true, yeah. Uh, we kick off tomorrow night at Seabus with the Titans hosting the Tigers uh, for the Titans, no Dave Fafita, who showed uh, late concussion symptoms, so wasn't named. AJ Brimson's back at fullback. Prayer Jaden Campbell is at six. Kelly and Sammy come into the edge. They've um, just swept out the, the back line there. Sam Verrill starts, and uh, Joliff is back onto the bench. Uh, for the Tigers, they are unchanged. Just Appy starts this week. Uh, Jake Simpkins, currently 14, there's a mail around. It's been reported in a couple of spots that Talon De Silva will get that bench spot uh, as soon as tomorrow. Uh-huh. So very interested to see uh-huh. how that goes. Apparently Stefano didn't complete the captain's run, if uh, rumours to be, to be believed. So potentially Sean Bloor might come back into that side as well. Uh, what are you doing with this? Oh. New South Wales reserve players going down. What's going on? The trail not named. 
Well, yeah, there's the, apparently the blow-up is, up is uh, some of the training that they went through last week was particularly uh, conducive to creating soft tissue injuries. I don't, I don't think clubs can yeah, complain no, about their players backing up from Origin. They, you know, they've got the right to leave them out, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't absolutely. buy it. Give that any water at all? It's happened for thirty years. But if um, no, no, you know, I'm if sure there was some rough transitions going on when Tommy was in, in control. Yeah, of the exactly. So, um, yeah, for this one, I'm I'm going to stick with the Tigers here. I think they've been in uh, very well, the best form of the season for the last four to five weeks. Uh, AJ Brimson coming back in is a big in to the Titans, but all that being said, David Fafita is probably a bigger out. So, <laughs> if, you, if all things being equal. I think the um, Tigers have done a fantastic job through the middle of the field for the majority of the year, and um, if they can better these, uh, Mo, if they can better Mo and Tino and keep them, stop them from rampaging through the middle too many times in this game, I think they could win quite comfortably at the back end. I'm not going to stretch it out to 13 plus, but I'll stick with the one to 12 for the Tigers. Big part, yeah, is, as I said, is to control this middle for the first 50 minutes of the game, which I, I'm pretty sure they'll be able to do. So I'm going to go with Bateman, man of the match. I really like what he's been doing the last three or four weeks. And um, he's been creating, he's been adding a creative spark as well as being quite physical. And um, that, that being said, he may set up a try and uh, crash, crash over for one himself. We're going to go with Jerome Buller to score the first try. Beauty. Uh, I'm with you. I, I, I'm pretty bullish, actually. I'm surprised they're outsiders. And uh, missing for feeder, I'm con- and missing foreign. That's a big out for for the Titans. We know they leak points, particularly in the second half, and we know the Tigers rack up points in the second half. So, uh, I'd you know be probably um fairly certain that, that there's plenty of points coming after half time, as long as there's not too big a lead from the Titans. Uh, from all the stats, I should tip someone from the Titans to score first. So. Uh, I yeah. probably will tip Carl Pereira, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Papa E gets on the board. He's just been getting pretty close the last few weeks, and he's been been in quite good form, playing a bit of a different role to what we saw at Para without the uh, the, the, the try scoring. Uh, but I think that's coming, and I sort of agree. I think once the, those edges start opening up, Ball is going to chime in, and uh, he keeps going from strength to strength, so let's give him man of the match there. Uh, a lot of work for Mo and Tino to do here, to probably have to play the best part of 80 minutes and hold out. Uh, and prop up this forward pack themselves. Friday night is uh, the Jared Croker 300th celebration at GIO. Seb, Chris, and Whitehead are both back. Uh, Kotrick goes back to the bench. Horsburg goes to lock uh, with Tom Starling out. Uh, what have we got here? Just running. Oh, no, Tom Starling back to the bench. Sorry, with Zach Wolford starting. Uh, Gawler, Kotrick, Solo is an interesting, an eclectic bunch on the bench there. Uh, Ali Lautiti makes his NRL debut with coming to the centres for Rocco Berry. Freddie Lussick back onto the reserves, coming back from a head knock, might come in for Tom Ali there. Otherwise, they're what we saw last week. Uh, and what we saw last week was pretty good. I'm, I'm actually tipping uh, that uh, Jared's parade gets rained on here. I think going to... If this was the other way around, or this was in New Zealand, Warriors would be clear favourite. They're not. Uh, but I think they're playing good footy. I think uh, the Canberra forward pack coming off a beat-up last week, they didn't get beat up again. And uh, some of these outside backs for the Warriors can exploit uh, the gaps we've seen at times with the like of Croker and Tomoko. So the Warriors 1-12. to Bound the match uh, for Noel Blake uh, in for that uh, Ford beat-up. We know what red-hot form he's been in. 
Uh, he'll lead this pack again. And first try scorer, Dallin, another one in irresistible form right now. I'm not going to reinvent the score. I'm going to look to the obvious in this game. I think the Canberra Raiders, they'll be tough, but and they keep they keep holding up. The, the cracks might be sort of appearing, but they're being paper mashed over each week. I wonder if how long that lasts, and I feel like that dam might break tomorrow. What do you reckon? Yeah, I've changed my mind about seven times in doing this tip, to be honest. Um, I obviously expect a little bit extra out of Canberra, trying to do everything they can to honour their um, their main man, Jared Croker there, who's been there for every one of these 300 games. Um, and a fantastic servant for Canberra. So I, I expect some really big efforts out of the likes of um, Jack White and Josh Papali, blokes that have been there with him for a long time. And um, <clears throat> But I can't really go past the, the, um, the pace and the... The ball playing that Sean Johnson displayed last week, as well as his running game and the pace and the backing up of Charles Nick Blockstad, I think, has been fantastic for the last three or four weeks. Another one who'll probably be out for a massive game. I might even tip him for man in the match, to be honest. I think he'll be everywhere in this game. We're going to go with the Warriors 1 to 12. And uh, we'll go, I'll go with you with Dallin. First try score has been irresistible. Bit of the forgotten story of this game. Charles coming back home. Yep. Uh, yeah, should be a cracker though. Dolphins head to Four Pines for the main event on Friday night. Manly are very short, looking at the odds earlier. Uh, Tommy has been cleared and named to start at fullback, uh, which means that uh, yeah, he's at one Saab, caller Garrick, goes back to the centres until Palutu is the winger. Uh, they also welcome back Josh Alloa from uh, suspension. I know he was injured, wasn't he? And uh, Bullimore and Fanu yeah, yeah. may well swap as they did last time round. For the Dolphins, Jerry Marshall King is back a big in uh, after being a late scratching last week. SASA and Donahue come onto the bench. Uh, no Brinko Lee. Oh, Brinko Lee's been named, still under a cloud, and obviously Valance Tawari is standing by. Should he be needed? We sort of uh, suggested Dolphins might be starting to Peter a little bit, but this is a good clash for him, I think. What do you reckon? Yeah, it is. Um, all things being even, I think this game will be very close for a long way uh, towards the back end of this game. The benches are probably even in the Dolphins' favour to actually play that little bit stronger. The longer in the middle of the field, I just think that if Manly get it right, they've got a few more points in them out wide than what the, uh, than what the Dolphins do have. Uh, they've just They've seemed to have gone I know Nikarim um, has been fantastic and so is Azarko, but uh, I've just seen a little bit of less creativity out of them recently. And I, I think you may, uh, if Cherry gets them stuck in corners and makes them work for the majority of the night, I think you see Manly come home a bit stronger at the back end. Going to go Manly 1 to 12. Going to go Garrick, first try scorer. And I think Tom, I know he copped a pretty bad knock the other week, but in. And he wasn't great in origin, but the game before that, he really looked like he was starting to come back into form. So if he can, um, if he's all good after he's not been in origin the other week, he should be um, should be close to man of the match in this game if Manly do win it. Remiss of me not to mention the Hammers back as well. Uh, back to yes. one, Nicarima goes back to six. Uh, and Milford drops out of the side. Uh, was the other big change there. I'm going with my gut. I'm going to tip the Dolphins. Uh, I just feel like they're over the odds at... Um, I think they're about three bucks at the moment. I think this becomes a grind. I don't necessarily always trust this manly forward pack. And if there is 
gas in the tank, they will. I think the Dolphins forward pack can match up to them and um, possibly even uh, roll them over. Marshall King back in a lovely, a lovely positive here. I'm going to go with him for man of the match. And uh, you mentioned Azarko earlier. I think he gets. Uh, I've got concerns about both Saab and Tupalutu defensively at times. And uh, I think Azarko can rack up a try or two again. So we'll make him first one here. One to twelve. Very interesting game. Saturday, the Dragons host the Rabbitohs at Jubilee. Uh, Jack Bird is on a bench, as is is on an extended list, I should say, of Blake Laurie. Uh, so both may return. We'll keep an eye on that. Jack DeBellin's out with his head knock, as we've mentioned, with Murdoch Masilla at 13. Uh, no Latrell, no Arrow, no Murray. Havili comes onto the bench. Blake Taff is still there after doing a pretty good job last week. And... Uh, who's the extra forward? It would be Saluka Fafita, um, who's played enough first grade this year. He'll be fine. Any hope here for the Dragons? Is this a return for Havili as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. First game back. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be in the game for, for a fair while. Uh, the, the three that three massive outs there for no Luttrell, no Arrow, no Murray. For South Sydney really brings it back to being a... Um, Pretty close matchup, I would assume, but you're still you're still putting so much pressure on Ben Hunt to have be the best player on the field every time. If the Dragons win, it has to be Ben Hunt. He doesn't have a lot of help in creating points. Uh, that being said, I'd like to see Sullivan have a breakout game, but he just still I don't know, it just doesn't seem to have it in him at the moment. I, I think the yeah, go on. South interchange is probably a little bit stronger than. And the Dragons team, and that's where they'll gain the ascendancy when they start going through that rotation in the middle of the field. Um, like of Avili, Chikim, Saluka Fafida, just being a, a little bit stronger there in the middle of the field. And we'll see uh, South Sydney win, scrape home 1-12. Going to get man of the match, Damien Cook. Um, went to prove again. He's been fantastic this year. I don't think he's had a bad game. So, uh, got to go close to him being man of the match in this game, I think. And we'll go with Isaiah Tass, um, someone who's been, again, in best form. He's been having a fantastic year and um, go with him for the first try score. Yeah, I think this game starts as a good contest. I think uh, a bit, it starts similar to the Panthers game, but I think once the gaps start opening, we know Sully, we know uh, Fane can have some issues out there and they're going to be defending against uh, the best issue exploiter in the comp in Cody Walker once he starts spreading that ball. Uh, agree with you, Tass first try score. Uh Big fan, and I'm sticking solid there. And I think Cody, man of the match. Uh, haven't exactly told you much tonight on this show that <laughs> no one else would, but uh, it in some ways looks pretty up and down <laughs> to me. Uh, Suncorp at 5.30 hosts uh, the Broncos and the Knights. Selwyn Cobo's back for the Broncos. And they get uh, – that's so they're essentially full strength, to be honest, with uh, the buy looming. So it's to be a nice way to head towards that. <laughs> Lachlan Fitzgibbon has been named, but he's under an injury cloud. Uh, Jack John's on the standby for him. And Kurt Mann comes onto the bench with Lockie Miller being dropped. So that uh, flash in the pan for now is over, I guess. Any hope here for the Knights, Barn? I have no idea what Lockie Miller's done to be dropped, to be honest. I know they're forcing him out of winning. Probably really his only position. Kurt Mann, yeah, maybe offers a little bit more work in the middle of the field, but 
as as a point scoring option. I think yeah, Lockie Miller's a much better one than Kurt Mann. Um, as you said, Broncos full strength. I don't see a hope in hell of Newcastle uh, winning this game if the Broncos come out and put on a similar sort of uh, outing as they did against the Sharks on on the weekend. The Broncos will win this by thirty or thirty or more points. I would imagine. Uh, I, I can't see the Knights' defence containing the likes of Cobo and Stags if he's if he's having a real red hot crack. And and this forward pack should be very dominant. I would imagine for a large part of this game. Broncos 13 plus uh, man of the match. I'm going to go with Reese Walsh. I think uh, by the time the middles really does start to open up in this Newcastle defence, he'll just be picking them to pieces at the back end, setting up tries all over the field. Go with him for man of the match. And uh, what did I have? I had Cobbo first try score. Pretty simple, straight up and down. They're going to kick it to him or pass it to the, the biggest winger out there and see what he does. Yeah, this again is straight up and down. It's. Uh... Yeah, Brisbane 13 plus everything you've covered off there. They're going to bash them. They're going to uh, be more skillful for them. They're going to have better footwork than them. And uh, Adam Reynolds will be pulling the strings the whole way through with one eye on that origin jersey. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to give Man of the Match, though, to uh, Reese Walsh for the same reasons. I think once that opens up, he's the one that's going to blow that last sort of 20 points out in the last half hour there. And be uh, instrumental to that. Jordan Ricky first try. I think he's um, screaming out to bust over on an edge there. And gotten close a few yep. times. So let's hope it's this week. I looked at that a couple of times myself, to be honest. Mm. Uh, the Roosters and the Panthers. What uh, at one point would have been the match of the season almost. Uh, mm. Unfortunately, they met about a month ago and Penrith put 60 on them. So uh, whatever it was, 50 odd. The Roosters welcome back to Poo. Uh, and also, uh, Billy Tupu comes in. Oh, Suwali's uh, out, of course. So straight swap there. Uh, I assume Kiri or perhaps Billy Smith apparently will be kicking because there's no Drew Hutchinson either. For the Panthers, Jack Cogger does start at seven. And uh, kick at the back end last year. He did. I mean, Teddy's kicked at times as well. Um, not very well that he has. And, <laughs> um, and again, Penrith, only the one hooker and Jamin Salmon comes back into the 17 in place of, um, well, as the, the spine cover, I suppose. Uh, I don't, I, I, I can see this game being a bludger, to be honest. This has bludger reading all over it. Uh, I think there'll be lots of running in circles from Luai, lots of, uh, uh, I don't think Jack Cogger does anything bad, but uh, they'll go through the motions for a long time uh, and it'll be up to Tedesco to drag the Roosters back into this in any form. I think ultimately it's the Penrith edges as they did last week that are going to contain the points and uh, just be too good for their counterparts. Let's go with Stephen Crichton now the match for that reason. Uh, and his old mate Bizar will score first try. I think this this could be the ugliest 13 plus in a while. Uh, I'd be shocked if it's not a... But, but I'm starting to feel it could be sort of 18-6 or something in a, a very scrappy affair. Been wrong before, though. What do you think? I think this could be something like 10-12. And I'm actually giving the, the Roosters so a bit of a chance in this, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think there will be a lot of times where Penrith may be scratching their head looking at what, what which way we're going, what we're doing. And um, <clears throat> if they really dumb it down and try to play through the middle of this Roosters pack. I know they haven't been fantastic this year, but this is probably the most balanced I think I've seen their side. Uh, with 
the Butcher Boys on the edges, Tupanua at 13, and their, their bench, Sam and Smith, they didn't have a lot of touches last week, but he did have a couple of nice uh, yeah. couple of nice times where he did hit an edge. And um, I think he may, may be able to join in uh, when he does come on and give a bit of help in the middle of the field with some playmaking. Nathan Brown's been quite good since he's come back, and Lodge and Crichton, I think, should add a little bit when they come on the field. So I think it'll be very close. I'll probably throw on a tip away, but I'm going to go with the Roosters 1-12, to uh, just on the back of, I think, that Penrith will go right back to basics and strip it right back to a pretty simple game plan, and the Roosters may be able to just just out, uh, just out jag that extra try at the back end of the game. So I'm going to go with the man of the match, Teddy, but I will go first try score of Brian Toffer. Wow, cool. No, uh, I like it. Uh, their template should be the way the Tigers beat them. Just try and pin them, kick the corners, and um, let the forwards do the work. Uh, their forwards do need to find some form, is, is my main concern with the Roosters. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. But they, you don't have the back foot halfback here that's going to kick you 700 metres out of trouble in response, do you? So definitely uh, interesting watch there. We've got the Storm and the Shark. The only game on Sunday, four o'clock, where Nick Meaney is uh, is fullback as he always is. What am I looking at here? What I'm looking at is Olam out, but I don't know why I was going to read the whole team. Uh, Olam's out with Grant Anderson coming into the centres. Uh, otherwise, they pretty much look like what you'd expect. Tarek Sims back into the seventeen. Sharks get Cam McGuinness back, uh, and also. Tom, oh, Tom Hazelwood's on standby. Hazelton's on standby for him. Uh, the rest of them uh, is, we're, we're pushing back towards full strength sharks here, actually. So interesting here. Close. Uh, again, I'm, I was a bit shocked by the price. Uh, both teams coming off a loss, but I think the sharks might be good things here. Uh, I They're coming out of a game where there was a tremendous edge battle that we talked about with their centers and back rowers. Uh having a, a fantastic night uh, without reward for a lot of it. And I think they, they meet a team uh, with Remus, the likes of Remus Smith, Coates, Lorero, that's screaming to be torn apart on those edges. And uh, if Nico gets a ball, uh, clean ball out to them early enough, I think they can dominate them. I, I think they're one of the better bets of the round. Uh, I'm going to go Talakai first try scorer again. He's, I think he's done the last two weeks since he's come back. If not, he's gone close. Man of the match... Uh, it's probably going to be Nico if they do do that. But again, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Nicara because I think he's in great form and I'm just I'm just interested to see uh, that combination now. It's been back together for a little bit now really firing. Uh, going to go 1-12, to 12, Sharks. Well, I didn't expect that from you, to be honest, especially labelling him as one of the better bets of the weekend. But I agree with everything you said. Um, I'm, at, I'm too going to go with Nicara to be man of the match. I think McGuinness' uh, leg speed really adds another dimension when Nicker is on the field uh, and McGuinness at the same time. Because you generally see um, if McGuinness does get a quick play the ball, they generally go straight to Nicker and try to get him one-on-one with a, a half or a centre. And um, yeah, that could be very beneficial for the Sharks. Everything you said, I really like the way that the Sharks got the ball to the edges, even though they couldn't execute 100% and get past the, Bron- the Broncos. And... Uh, the likes of Grant, Grant Anderson and Remy Smith may have a very tough time. Uh, Xavier Coates is not the best bloke in defence either. So there could be some some worrying signs, uh, some some worried uh, outside backs there for the Melbourne Storm. The forward pack also hasn't been brilliant, but 
having said all that, they could come out and put 30 points on the Sharks because they do have a tendency of missing 40 or 50 Bing. tackles at times. Yeah, my biggest so. concern is the Sharks are the Sharks and they've they've got a propensity yeah. for that this year, haven't they, where they just... They do. They've um, Every second game they seem to miss high, uh, you know, high 30s, 40 tackles and then they'll have a game where they miss 15. It's just it's insane. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Sharks won the 12. Nicola are a man of the match and Mulatalo, first try score. You'd know better than me. What's the Sharks' recent record like against Melbourne? Is this one of those bogey teams as well? Yeah, no, it's uh, generally not great against Melbourne. Uh, actually, no, we do have – Melbourne's one of our better records, actually. We generally go close. We always push them ever since um, the 16 grand final. It's sort of been – Sharks have been slightly on top since they won that grand final. Are you, are you buying into this bogey team stuff where they can't beat a top eight team? Well, it's pretty apparent at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it happens, if it happens again, it. it's a it's a um, concern, isn't it? They've gone extremely close pretty much every game they've had. Like they're yet to be soundly beaten by anyone, which is probably the only positive you can take away from it. But um, yeah, they they really need to put one or two scalps on the wall before they start getting close to final points. And uh, yeah, something they definitely need. Yeah. Sorry, go. On. No. no. And we've got a yourself. Uh, I don't know if if Melbourne hit this period. Melbourne could hit this period like they did last year. Where I wouldn't consider them a top eight team. I'm not saying they're going to miss yeah. the eight, but they they just hit seemed at this flat spot where they don't look like they're a, they're in the hunt this time of year. And I can see in this so game you're saying particular, you do can, buy into it, and the Sharks can't beat any. It's any good. I don't know who the top eight teams are yet. <laughs> uh, they um. They, uh, I can see lots of back foot, def- like lots of scrambling back foot defence from these Melbourne outside backs, and I don't think it, I don't think it's going to work for them. You know, backpedalling that quick ball movement from the Sharks. All righty, Monday, uh, such a classic Monday game: the Bulldogs and the Eels. Uh, they, <laughs> these teams just love a Monday. Uh, Reed Marnie's been named, so still being monitored. Uh, they're trying to get him cleared for the eleven day stand down, uh, and they expect Jacob Kuraz back. Uh, Oluapu starts again and Khaled keeps his bench spot. Uh, we didn't talk about him, but there wasn't a lot to talk about, was there, with his debut? I'm surprised they let him name him, to be honest. I, I don't see any way Reed passes the 11 day standout. He was in all sorts. No. Uh, the male, a lot of the male is Flanagan will come in at nine, should he not play, because that's where he's been at, in reserve grade. So uh, okay. we'll see how that pans out. Uh, the Eels get RCG back. So a big in there, and unfortunately lose Wiramu Greg. Um, on the other hand, uh, Ofahiki Ogden, Dury, Makatoa, the bench forwards. Dylan Brown named at six. That's going to come out. Oh, he's going to come out. Uh, we'll see who they play. I suggest it's either Desan Arzi, Dejan Arsi, or Gutho moves to six, and we get... Um, Hayes Dunster or someone deputising at fullback. But they need to make – they're going to have to make a decision, like you said, for at least the next month. So we'll see which way yeah, they go. Yeah. Uh, I dare say it'll be um, Dejan will come straight in for the six. And Gutho will just have his Don't hands really on the ball. see any other better option. Gutho's going to play second receiver half the time anyway. So <laughs> no point um, messing with that formula. Look, there's a bit of um, disruption with Brown being out for the Eels, which is a bit of a concern. And I think I think the Bulldogs are Absolutely. playing to the best of their capabilities. I'm still going to tip the Eels. I think ultimately class will prevail. I think RCG's big in for them. 
Uh, so plenty to prove there with um, potentially a battle for the New South Wales prop spot if he's fit uh, against TPJ. Uh, Mitch Moses, man, the match, okay, it's the cliche of this time of year, but a point to prove. Uh, no halves partner. He'll have all the ball in all his hands. And as a result, may be um, a super, a genuine super coach option for your Cleary now. And I assume that's where most people are going. First try scorer. Yeah, it doesn't Mac- get picked for Origin, absolutely. First try scorer, Macasivo. Um, because those edges aren't brilliant there. Paul Alamote, uh, I know he can do some stuff in attack, but defensively he doesn't, uh, at least doesn't set my world on fire. Uh, what do you make of this? <laughs> I can see the dog scoring three or four tries. Um making it interesting for part of the game. But um, I do imagine, like you said, Paramount will probably do it pretty easy at the end and ends up something like 28-18 or 30-20 to 20 or something along those lines. Um, yeah, it, it'll be the Moses show. Obviously, he's going to have to do a lot of the work on his own. Uh, he's kicking games as good as just about anybody in the competition when he's on. Uh, I do expect, as you said, to see Gutherson a lot more involved in the attack now uh, with Dylan Brown being out. He'll probably do a lot more of that work on the left-hand side of the field. So don't be surprised if he starts figuring in a few more try assists and um, even possible tries for himself over the next uh, next month or so. But, uh, yeah, Moses, man of the match. I'm going to go with Penasini, uh, first try scorer. He always seems to break a tackle just about every time he touches the ball. So they get him get him some ball close to the line. He may just bust through a tackle and score early in this one. And yeah, Eels one to twelve. Excellent. Uh, that's our whip through round fifteen ahead. You got your bets ready? I don't know if I've got my bets ready. I've done the tallies. <laughs> Can make it better. All right. Well, uh, give us give us the bad news first, and then I'll um. I'll, I'll yeah, we'll the minus three minus three hundred and sixty dollars for yourself. Minus $372.50 for me after this weekend. Um, we both went close, but there's a few second try scorers instead of first try scorers. Yeah, I think I had Taruva and, and three leg, Coke, yeah. Three leg missed by one leg with a drop ball over the line. <laughs> what do you do? Sorry, David. Uh, let's go with this week. I'm going to go... A few of these upsets. I'm going to multi four teams up. We're going to go the West Tigers head to head, the Warriors head to head, Cronulla Sharks head to head, and the Par- well, Parramatta is aren't upset. We're going to throw them in on the Monday. You can get twenty to one about that multi, and I'm going to throw all fifty on it. Really? I think it's a nice, uh, nice bet. I think the Dolphins are over the odds at three dollars. Don't necessarily want to throw them into this multi, but I may have something on that, uh, depending how the rest of my Saturday Arvo on the punny is going. Yeah, right. Okay. Do love some silence, David. Go with... You go, you're right. Yeah. I mean, six, four leg multi, all head to head. South Sydney, Brisbane Broncos, Cronulla, and Parramatta Eels. $6.50. I'm just going to pull. And I'll go with uh, first try scorer, Nikora. In the Sharks game, he's generally around $16. I'll have $10 on him. Around the sixteen dollars dollar mark and uh, forty dollars on the six dollar fifty multi that I mentioned: Sharks, Parramatta, Brisbane, and Souths. Very good. I think all reasonable chances there. Of course, uh, gamble responsibly. What's got you frothing this long weekend? A long weekend always gets me frothing, but uh, what's tickled your fancy <laughs> in particular? 
Uh, um, I'm really interested to see how Penrith do come out and respond without Cleary. It's um, it's going to be a big one for, for the next uh, for the Panthers' chances. Really, they could go from being what running second at the moment to being on the edge of the four if they can't get their act together in in four or five weeks. So that's a really interesting one for mine. Um, and just a couple of these forward battles again, as you know, I, I really enjoy the big guys going at it. And there's a couple of games in here that are, first two games of the weekend are absolutely set up for it with Tino and Clamour and Co. all going head to head, bashing the bejeebas out of each other. Raiders, Warriors is another one I expect a massive um, a massive forward battle out of. And um, Sharks and Storm, not so much, but it's a sneaky one where there could be um, a lot of dominant forward play from one one side or the other, depending on how the how the ball comes out of that one. But definitely those first two games of this weekend should be fantastic. Absolutely. That forward battle. I'm gonna go uh oh I'm gonna go to the backs, but I'm I'm really interested to see how uh, in particular the sharks outside backs uh bounce back and put on points. I'm hoping against the storm. Uh, and it never hurts to see the storm lose a couple in a row. So very excited to see that game. Similar situation tomorrow night. Looking forward to seeing, hopefully, we get some some clear border likes of Stafford Toa and uh, they can put on a bit of a show against those Titans edges. Uh, and again, we'll throw in Tass and Coe. They should have another night out Saturday after, afternoon out on Saturday. So looking forward to seeing all of them in action. Thank you, David. Anything else you want to finish on? No, thank you, mate. It's been fantastic. Cool. Uh, well, Aussies are going going quite well, looking settled now. So be interesting to watch over the next five or six days. Starting to look like a good uh, toss to lose. Uh, we will be back either next Monday or Tuesday night to look about look back on all of this again. Take care, guys. Enjoy another fantastic weekend. Buy some ner- uh, merch. Leave us some feedback. Get in touch via our socials: Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can leave some comments on YouTube, and uh, we'll talk very soon. See you later.